down at the cross where my Savior died, down where for cleansing for sin I cried. There to my heart was the blood applied, glory to his name. I want to say glory to the name of the Lord today. And I want to say thanks to God for his mercies and his grace towards us. We are alive and many of us are well and we want to thank God first. Daniel Wisley, in the last dance of that beautiful song, There Shall Be Showers of Blessing, he said, There shall be showers of blessing. But notice what he said. Oh, that today they might fall. Yes, he believed that there will be showers of blessings, but he, he is just pleading, wishing, praying that they would fall today. He know that they're going to come, but he's not sure when. He said, now as to God we are confessing, now as on Jesus we call. Showers of blessings, showers of blessings we need. Mercy drops round us are fallen, but for the showers we plead. Morning after morning, I am sharing with you from the book of Nehemiah, and I will continue to share it with you. But this little thought that I was sharing with you our waiting time, sorry, is not wasted time. May I say today that we as the children of God should never act before we seek God's guidance. We should always seek God's guidance. And one of the things that I have learned over the years is that when I want to know if this is God's will for my life, I wait until I get a peace about a thing. If I don't have a peace about it, I will not do it. And if I do it, I would end up finding out that I did the wrong thing. So what God has done for me is that he has shown me that when I have a peace about something, that it is okay to do it, it is all right to do it, you can do it even if God was standing there. I will do it when I got a peace. We must always seek God's peace. We must also seek God for wisdom. But when his guidance and his peace is given, his wisdom also should be applied. While it is true that waiting time is not wasted time in some instances, Yet it is very dangerous when we say waiting time is not wasted time if we are unsaved. I want to say that again. While that is true that waiting time is not wasted time, yet it is very dangerous to the person who has not trusted Jesus to be their Savior. It's very dangerous to be waiting if you have not trusted Christ. You would say, but preacher, why would you say that? Well, as I studied the scripture, as I studied the Bible, I have noticed that the Bible gives us some warnings, especially when it comes to us making that decision to follow Christ. Within time is not wasted time, but to the unsaved, you gotta be careful. 
For he said, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day will bring forth. In other words, a lot of people are not here today with us because they plan that tomorrow they will do this and tomorrow they'll do that. And tomorrow never came for them. They are in the grave today and tomorrow never came. We have to be careful and not making the right decisions in time. Again, in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 2, the Bible says, For he said, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. This is not something that we should wait for. Making our decision for Christ is not something to wait for because we do not know how long we are going to live. This is an urgent matter that needs to be done now. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 3, verse 7, and verse number 8, he says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. What is he saying? If you would hear his voice today pleading with you that you should trust him if you have not trusted him yet. My advice to you based on the word of God is that you should do it and that you should do it now. Don't wait another day because you do not know what another day would bring. A couple of days ago, someone called me, family member. They were crying. I said, what happened? And they gave me a news that a younger member of the family was found dead. You never know what a day will bring forth. It was Isaiah in chapter 1 and verse number 18. He says, come now. He says, come now and let us reason together saith the Lord. Who is calling? The Lord. Who is he calling? He's calling sinful man to come to him. For what? He said, for us to reason together. One may say, but what is there for me and God to reason about? He said, though your sins be as scarlet. When we come to him, he said, I'll reason with you about your sins. And I'm not going to condemn you if you come now. What will be the result? He said, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as well. But in order for that to happen, he said, you need to come. And you need to come now. In Romans chapter 13, Reading from verse number 11 to verse number 14, he says, And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the walks of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. 
Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantingness, not in strife and envy, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Come to Jesus. If you never trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, come to him. Come to him now. In Acts chapter 17, verse 30 and verse number 31, the Bible said, And at the time of this ignorance, God waited, at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Because he had appointed a day in which that he will judge the world and righteousness by that man whom he had ordained, whereof he had given assurance unto all men, and that he had raised him from the dead. My advice to you today, if you never trust Jesus as Savior, to stop right where you are right now and admit that you are a sinner. For the scripture says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. See Jesus Christ as the only Savior. For he said, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby ye must be saved. He said, if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God had risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It is simple, very simple. It is so simple, all we need to do is to go to God and say, God, I am wrong. You are right. I'm lost. Would you please save me? Would you forgive me of my sin and cleanse my heart and save me? If you would pray a simple prayer just like that from your heart, God will save you right where you are. You don't have to go to no church, walk an aisle to be saved. You can be saved right where you are. Of course, yes, you can get saved in church after hearing the word. But after hearing this word this morning, you can be saved right where you are. Prayer, prayer like this, dear Father, dear Jesus, forgive me. I'm sorry for my sin. I want you to be my Savior. Save me and I'll live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed a prayer like that, then you meant it. God will save you. He said, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Thank you so much. May God bless you. Continue to help us spread the gospel by sharing.